I think we can all agree that piling on the pressure is the exact opposite of fun and ease. Yet, when you find yourself trying to control the outcome of every little thing in your business, things start to feel heavy and hard real quick. That's why today we're talking about the mindset shift that's going to make it easier than ever to show up in your business and take action toward your goals. We let you in on our own business struggles, what we learned from them, and how you can start applying these lessons now for more results. If you're someone who struggles with perfectionism, is overwhelmed by the possibilities, or finds yourself waiting until you have the right plan to take action, this episode is exactly what you need to hear to approach your business from a scientist's mindset and grow it in a way you genuinely enjoy. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Orly Vector. Orly is a dietitian turned business coach who helps ambitious health pros create a profitable and impactful business without hustling or working 24-7. She built her own six-figure business while working less than 20 hours per week and now helps other health pros do the same. When she's not coaching, you can find her scribbling in a journal, building Lego with her son, or taking walks by the lake. Orly, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Amanda. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited to have you on the show. So for everyone listening to this, Orly and I met at the Happy Thoughts Retreat way back when. I can't even remember. How many years ago was that at this point? (laughs) It was October 2019, so... So and then pretty, the world shut down yeah, a couple exactly. months later. So, and we've lived ten years in a year since then. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so that was when we met and totally headed off. Pretty much after the retreat, I would say more so than during the retreat. But just so excited to have Orly on the show today and really have her share all of her amazing knowledge with you all. Orly is one of the most like succinct people that I know in that she can like say <laughs> things in, in what takes me like way more words to say. And it always amazes me. So super excited for her to share that amazing skill with you all. And then also her amazing knowledge. But Orly, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it? Absolutely. And that's hilarious. (laughs) Thanks for saying that. I've never really thought about that, but I guess it, it makes sense. So I am a business coach for dietitians and health professionals who want to build a profitable and impactful business without hustling, without working 24-7. That's really what it's all about for me. I'm such a big believer in building a business that really suits the life you want to have. You know, I find so many health professionals get stuck in this 
model where they were previously working in a clinical setting, in a hospital, or in a private practice, and they're just working so hard. And then when they start a business, they end up replicating the exact same thing and and wondering why they aren't happy. So we really try to break that pattern and look at like, what do you want your life to look like? What's important to you? And then build a business that suits that. Totally. So can you give us a little insight as to your own entrepreneurial journey, like how you ended up with the business you have today? I know that we read your bio and you talk about being a dietitian turned business coach. And I think that you just have a really interesting story in just like how you came to where you got to today. So can you just share a little bit about that with us? Yes. (laughs) So this might actually be a long story, (laughs) but uh, I'll try to make it as quick as possible. So I worked in a clinical oncology setting for almost nine years, mostly with outpatient cancer. It was a chemotherapy clinic and uh, it was actually my dream job coming out of school. I studied to be a dietitian. I have a master's degree in nutrition and, um, we have to go through an internship process where you get to experience different rotations. And my favorite one happened to be oncology, which really surprised me. I thought, you know, that would be depressing and not really where I wanted to be. But it turns out I loved it. And so getting this outpatient oncology job was like my dream at the time. And I loved it in the beginning, but then it quickly became just really routine. I wasn't challenged. I found that I didn't feel like I was really valued as a member of the team. It was very traditional, you know, conventional medical setting. And I wanted to help my patients in a much deeper way, which they wanted too, right? Cancer patients are always looking for alternative remedies. And and I just didn't feel like I was able to do that in that setting. So there was a time where I felt really, really lost. Um, I questioned why I even became a dietitian in the first place. And I ended up like meeting with a career coach at the time, which set me on a different path. So um, I ended up like, and this is a while later, but I took a leave of absence from my clinical job for five months. And during that time, I explored so many different things, like not only uh, integrative nutrition, but business. I took Marie Forleo's B-School. This was back in 2015. And it just set me down the path of entrepreneurship. So I know a lot of people say like, I was a born entrepreneur. I knew (laughs) that I wanted to be an entrepreneur like my whole life. That wasn't me. I I didn't know that. But um, once I fell into it, I knew like it actually was for sure the path. So I started my first um, online business, which was the skincare dietitian. And I did that for a couple of years while I was still working at the oncology clinic full time had my son in 2016 and then I never went back. Like we actually, so I live in Canada and we get a year for maternity leave. What? I think it's even longer. Yeah. I think it's even longer than that now. I think it's like 18 months, but in back in 2016, it was a year. So I had a whole year off and I continued with the skincare thing. And then in 20, at the very beginning of 2018, I decided to dabble in the business coaching side of things. It had been on my heart for a while, but I was just like, you know, questioning myself, doubting myself, the things that we all do. Like, is this really something I can do? Is this something I would enjoy doing? And I decided to test it out first, which is something I know we're going to talk about and, and I recommend all the time, but like, instead of just diving in 
right away, I decided to test it out with a few clients. I took on like three dietitians for um, about a, a month of free coaching. And that was like the perfect test for me because I got to see whether I truly enjoyed business coaching. And, and I did. And so after that, it was confirmation to kind of pursue that direction. And at the end, I, I continued with the skincare thing as well as the business coaching until the end of 2018. And then as of 2019 onwards, I've been full on um, business coaching, which I love. And actually, yeah, it feels like a much better fit for me than nutrition ever did. <laughs> that is amazing. And so here's why I love that story so much is because I think that so much of the messaging out there makes it sound as though like you have to know from like the time you were born that you were a natural entrepreneur and like this was always something that you wanted to do and like that is how you will be successful and like I just don't know that like sure it makes a great story but I just don't know many people where they're like oh yeah I was always like that sure I always knew it was like <laughs> this thing right and I think that most of the time it is like a windy path right I think like almost everyone who comes on the podcast says that they're like well it's been a really long story and a really windy path but <laughs> you know so I think that that is just so valuable to share because most of us have done multiple things right like most of us had previous businesses or had previous careers before we found like that this was actually the thing. And the reason I love that is because I know we're going to talk about that experimentation and really how to approach your business from that lens today. So I think that that is just like such a great introduction because it really does help to relieve some of the pressure. Like you probably didn't know looking back that that was like the path you were going to take, I would guess. Does that feel true? Totally. I mean, yeah, it had been on my mind for a while and, uh, and I just wasn't sure because I, I like I had so much education in nutrition and even, you know, even my dad questioned like, oh, you have a master's in nutrition and now you're going to do business coaching like that doesn't make sense. But so, yeah, so I definitely wasn't sure. But the more I tested it, um, I realized it was truly such a great fit. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. So let's talk more about this because I, of course, know the one simple shift we're talking about today, but why don't you tell everyone else <laughs> the one simple shift that's made the biggest difference for either you or your clients or really both in this instance, I think. Yes, definitely. So there's obviously a lot of yes. mindset shifts um, that that have made a difference, but a really big one that that I'd love to talk about is approaching your business with that scientist mindset. So what I mean by that is just really being open to experimentation and understanding that every step you take, every action you take is going to give you information, data to inform next steps. So I think sometimes we really want that perfect plan or to know like the path from A to B and and that can really make us hesitate because we're like, oh, I don't know what's next or I just don't have the perfect plan. Whereas if you approach it with that scientist perspective, it's like, okay, maybe this is going to work out. Maybe it's not. But either way, I'm going to get great information that I can continue to act on and continue to move forward instead of just getting stuck in indecision. Totally. I think that, you know, what comes up for me there is that early on in my business, I really wanted that perfect plan that you were mentioning. I really wanted that like exact strategy, right? Like the exact thing that I could do that was like going to make it 
easier, right? I think that's really what I was looking for is like, well, what are the things that I can do to get clients? What are the things that I can do to make money? What are like, like, give me the exact steps, basically. And for me, that showed up. I remember, gosh, I can't even believe I'm telling this story. But I remember (laughs) there was at one point where I was like, so convinced that like the content calendar was the problem, right? So like, if I just had the perfect spreadsheet with the perfect content calendar and I rotated the topics on like the perfect amount of time, Mm -hmm. right? Then I would be showing up so much more and I would be getting clients and it just like wouldn't be a problem, right? And I'm thinking back and I like, I cringe at this story. Like I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this was like as much of a thing as it was. But the reason I'm sharing this is because I totally was not going about it from that perspective of experimentation of trying things and taking the action and seeing what worked and seeing what fit, I was spending so much time trying to create this spreadsheet and work off this spreadsheet and like figure out the content topics and all of that. Like if I had just spent the two hours that I had spent trying to like redo the spreadsheet, actually writing (laughs) content, it would have been a totally different story, right? And I think that that's where I see clients get stuck as well is because like so often the thing that we actually need to do to move the needle is actually to show up and take the uncomfortable action and do the thing. Like actually, you know, take the action, write the content, post the blog post, show up on Instagram, write the caption, like whatever it is, that is always going to give you so much more information than when you get stuck in the kind of like planning phase, right? Where where you're like trying Mm -hmm. to figure out, well, like, and don't get me wrong, like I think a strategy is great, but it's often not not the real problem, or at least that's what I found to be true for me, was like no amount of spreadsheeting, <laughs> that's a verb now, I'm making it <laughs> was going to help me get to that point where I felt comfortable and safe and ready and like to like post the content because that was the real mindset challenge there, right? It just didn't feel like what I had to say was valuable or that I even felt like enough of an expert on whatever topic I was writing about. So like those were the real mindset challenges more so than having like the perfect plan per se. So I think that like when it comes to this topic of experimentation, like that's the thing that comes up for me is like so often we get stuck in that like, (laughs) but let me like rewrite the experiment 50 times instead Mm -hmm. of actually, you know, doing the work to and like taking the action. So I just wanted to share that because it came up for me. But I think that that's like, it's just like one of those ways where we can get so stuck in feeling like it has to look one certain way or it has to have one certain plan. And really like that can be such a barrier for our success as well. So I'm curious, do you have, do you have any stories like that or am I alone in my spreadsheeting? <laughs> no, I mean, that's such a perfect example of the content piece. Like I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with who get stuck in like feeling that their content has to be perfectly mapped out and they get really lost in like, you know, wanting things to be in the perfect logical order when it's funny because that's not the way people are consuming your content, right? It's not like they're seeing post one, post two, post three in the order that you plan them out. They're just seeing whatever pops up on their feed. So we get lost in these details and the perfectionist tendencies run so deep in the health professional population that I work with. But content is, yeah, it's like 
such a perfect example and how having the plan is one thing, but you're right. The thing that really holds us back is, is the mindset around the content. Like, will people like this? Will people read this? And then also just being willing to put it out there before you've written something perfect and then realizing that the more you put it out there, the more you're going to get feedback and see like, okay, that that theme really resonates with people or that call to action really was effective. So you're going to get valuable information by doing the thing, not just planning the thing. I tell clients all the time, I'm like, I'd rather you write 52 blog posts than write the same blog post 52 times this year. (laughs) And it's just so (laughs) true when you like see it in that context, because you're like, oh, well, yeah, obviously, like that makes so much more sense, because then I'll have a library of content and that will position me as more of an expert Then I will have done this like same exact task so many times. So I'll feel more confident in it. I'll really find that ease and that repetition. I'll really like feel good about taking this action in my business. But so often where we get stuck is like that one, like that one blog post, especially if it's the first one, like guys, if you are in this place, like I encourage you like publish it and like write the next one, like it is time, right? But I think that like, that's where we get so stuck because we're like, oh, but it's not good enough yet. Oh, no one wants to hear what I have to say. Like, oh, I can't possibly post it because I don't have the right photo to go with it. Like, our brains come up with so many stories around that thing. But like when you can really think about it in the, in the way that like you'll be so much further ahead if you keep taking that action and keep experimenting and finding what works and finding what feels good and all of the information you gather along the way rather than feeling like, you know, this one thing has to be perfect until you can show up. Like you'll just be so much further ahead, or at least that's what I've found to be true. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's all about that messy, imperfect action. And it's so true how just, you know, if you're, if you're somebody who struggles with perfectionism, it feels like you need all the steps um, in order. Like an example of that, that I can think of in my previous business, the skincare dietitian is that I wanted to submit articles to like the Huffington Post and to various other online publications. And I held myself back so much because I was like scared of judgment, scared of what other people would think, but also because it was like, okay, so I'm going to submit this, but now I don't have somewhere to send people and I don't have a lead magnet. So if people read this, where are they going to find me? And it was like all the steps um, that I thought I needed to have. Whereas if I had just put it out there, it would have taken some of the fear away and then like could have done it again and just continued to move forward. Like you don't need all the steps in place. Right. I think like that's so... I totally resonate with that, like, almost like that can of worms, right? Where it's like, oh, well, this thing leads to this thing that leads to this thing. And then I need that too. And like, I mean, sure, like no one's saying like, don't create a lead magnet. But I think that like, when that's the thing that's like holding you up from doing like everything else, it becomes more of a block than it does a asset, right? So I think like, that's really the thing to, to look at in those cases where it's like, is this something that's that's holding me back or is it something that's helping me move forward? And when you can really like think about it from that lens, like it's not like you put out one lead magnet or you put out one article and then you like sit on your hands and see what happens, right? Like all of these are repeatable processes that you will continue to take in your business. And I think when we can think about it from that perspective, it really dials down the pressure because it means like, you're just going to do it again, right? You're just going to keep showing up. You're just going to write the next article. You're just going to keep doing it 
So it really doesn't matter, you know, at what point the website is quote unquote perfect or at what point the lead magnet is ready or all of those things, because every action you're taking is really going to help you to build that momentum. And when you can see it in that way, instead of feeling like it's a very like linear process that you have to work through, I think that that is like, at least I found that that is extremely helpful in continuing to like take the action and see more results because of it, because otherwise we just get so paralyzed. We get so stuck in all of the things that we think we need first. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I fully agree with that. And also, I mean, the other piece of it is like being willing to willing to take that messy action and not being so attached to the results that come. Right. Cause I think that's the fear is like, okay, well, I'm going to take this step, but what if nobody likes it? What if I don't get any comments? Or what if this? What if that? And if you put on that scientist hat or that experimentation mindset, it's actually like kind of exciting because you get more data and it's not being like, okay, this is bad. This is good. It's like, okay, this is just data. And now I can do something with it. And and it teaches you so much. I mean, back to the lead magnet example, my first lead magnet was a flop. It was, I can't remember the title, but it was something to do with blending your way to beautiful skin. It was for the skin business and it was all about like smoothies and obviously like healing your skin from the inside out. But I mean, I can think of so many like reasons why it wasn't great. I had like 13 citations that was like, you know, the the dietitian in me and like having done so much schooling, like I was really used to to referencing everything. And that's not necessary in a lead magnet, but also it just wasn't really meeting people where they were at. Like nobody's looking in the mirror thinking, oh, I like, if you have acne, you're not looking in the mirror thinking, I wish I had a smoothie to heal my skin. You're just thinking like, I want this gone. So I learned from that. And my next lead magnet was 10 ways to clear your skin right now. And that one did really well. But, you know, I wouldn't have got there if I hadn't put out the first one. Totally. I love that example so much. I think that's like so amazing. Just like to be able to see the progression and the information that you learned from that, because I think that like that's how we learn, right? Like I, I think that we would all love to have like, like what's the, what's the thing where we like never fail, right? Like what's the thing where we never have a wobble? What's the Mm. thing where we never fall? Like how can I create that so I don't have to do any of the hard stuff, right? But like, I mean, I even think of like when I was learning to ski, right? Like I fell on my ass so many times. I was like so envious of the five-year-olds that would like bounce right back up in ski school. And like, it was no thing while I'm like (laughs) nursing my tailbone. But I think like, you know, sometimes we have to go through the hard stuff in order to learn. And I think like, you know, you're, you weren't saying that like, it was really hard to create that lead magnet. But I think that like, you know, that's almost the mindset that we take sometimes where it's like, well, I just like, I don't, don't want it to fail, or I don't want it to not be like the thing that resonates with people. And I don't want to have to create another one. I don't want to have wasted that time. Like, those are all of the stories that stand in our way from actually like doing the thing. But almost anything you learn back to my skiing example is going to take a little bit of falling, a little bit of like finding your footing, figuring out what works. So I think if we can look at that as part of the process, rather than something we're like trying to avoid at all costs, it just gets so much easier. Mm. Today, I'm popping in here with an extra special announcement, and I'll cut straight to the point. My coaching rates are going up. 
I'll be honest, I really only have one spot that just opened up. Maybe two if I decide to take on an additional client because I love this work and sometimes it's hard to cap it. I've been following my coaching practice, supporting clients in achieving incredible results. Results like landing their first 7K project within the first few weeks of working together, having their first 15K cash month ever, securing their first 19K contract, booking out their projects for the next few months, putting in their notice at their nine to five and surpassing their monthly corporate income in the same month, and so many more. I'm always encouraging my clients to align their pricing to the value they provide, and it's so time for me to do the same. But rather than simply filling that spot and saying so long to my current rates, I'm offering you an amazing opportunity. Like, I'm surprised my business coach didn't talk me out of this. It's that amazing kind of opportunity. So here goes. If you decide to move forward with Future You Coaching in the next two weeks, ending April 26th, you'll be locked in at the current rate of $8.99 per month for six months of one-on-one coaching. Yep, you heard me loud and clear. I want this to happen for you, and I know so many of you have this on your vision board, so it's time to make it your reality. It's time to stop waiting, stressing, and obsessing, trying to figure it all out on your own with minimal results to show for it, and step into future you now. Want to chat to be sure future you coaching is the best next step for you? You got it. Grab a spot for a free clarity call at amandajoyceweber.com slash clarity call, where we can chat about where you're headed and determine if mindset and sales support is the thing that will help you get there. As you were talking about the lead magnet, this came up in that I was remembering back to like when I did actually start writing content, writing marketing content, and you would have thought like a robot wrote it. Like it had no (laughs) personality at all, right? It was pretty much like you could have been reading like a dry textbook. I'm probably being a little harder on myself than I should be here, but like thinking back (laughs) to it, that was how it felt. And I just remember like telling my coach, like, I think it just needs to like sound more like me. I think it needs like more personality. And she was just like, yeah, I mean, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just that like, you can take that information, you can layer it in and you can like make it sound more like you basically. And I think that that was just so valuable because then I was like, oh, okay, like I'll, I'll go do that now. Like it was good information to have because it just guided me toward the next step or the next thing to work on. And of course, those things are going to evolve. Of course, we're going to have those times where we get new information, where we find what works, and we want to do more of that thing. So like, that experimental mindset is just so useful there too, because there, there's almost no way you can take the action and go about it and not, unless you're like flat out not looking for it, not get some sort of lesson or feedback in return. Exactly. And that's that's the win, right? The win is taking the action and then getting the feedback, whether you like it or not, right? Like I think, yes, we, we get so attached to wanting it to look a certain way, but even if it doesn't turn out the way you hoped, you're still like you're still able to pivot, you're able to tweak, refine and um, keep moving forward. Whereas, you know, so many people just get lost and stuck in that like analysis paralysis or indecision. And you're not going to, I think Marie Forleo says clarity comes from action, not thought, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so true. That's, that's where you're going to get all the information you need. Like no matter what it is, if you're debating your niche, right? Like test them out, talk to people, 
you're going to get clues to guide you in the right direction instead of just overthinking it, which you're, you're not, you're never going to come to the conclusion in your head. <laughs> totally. I mean, I think that's just so true. Like, I think my business, even my coaching business, I feel like has like, like I just work with different people now than I thought I was going to when I first started the coaching business. I think like we, in the beginning, it was a lot more lifestyle based and now it's a lot more business based. And that was an evolution over time. But like, there's no way that I could have gotten there if I hadn't actually started working with clients and actually started working with people and doing the thing and coaching and showing up and finding what I liked and finding what was working and like all of those necessary steps. But like, I think the thing I would point out there is like, you can, you can make yourself fucking miserable in the process, or you can actually have a lot of fun doing those things. And like, that (laughs) is really a choice, right? So I think that like, when we talk about this experimental mindset, like I will tell you like the the beginning of that, like I was not having fun. Like I did not have the right mindset. I was like very much in the mindset of what's the next thing to do to like make this work. And I mean, that's why I love supporting clients who are in that mindset because it's just like, it can be so much more fun and it can be so much more in alignment. You can have so much more ease around the process of building the business rather than feeling like it has to look one certain way and you're not doing it right. And you're like, every step is like a failure. Like that's probably not necessarily true. And that is like very much a lens through which we're viewing things. And it can actually just be a whole hell of a lot more fun. So I think that that's like, that's the other thing that comes up here when it comes to experimentation Mm -hmm. is like, I'm sure you see this with your clients too early is like, it's just more fun to think of it that way. A hundred percent. It Yeah, that that's a big piece of having that experimentation mindset is it allows you to have more fun and to really just think about it like, oh, I'm getting clues. You can kind of be like a detective. And so instead of being so attached to to the outcome, it's like, I'm learning from this. Actually, this just happened in my recent, I just launched a, a group program pretty recently. And throughout the launch, like it was just so interesting, right? Because you get that feedback throughout the process. You see what your audience kind of responds to. It's like, which emails are getting people to click? Which emails are getting people to buy? And then you learn from that, like my next launch is going to be even better because of the information that I gathered um, during this one. So it was it was really interesting. And, and I had a lot of fun with it, even though I resisted it um, initially. <laughs> like it actually um, was quite fun to, to see how people res- were responding to things and then to make adjustments like throughout the launch. Totally. And I think that's super interesting too, because I think you know when it comes to this experimentation mindset, like you're going to... I mean, I I don't know for certain, you can tell us, but I imagine you're probably going to launch it again, right? So you'll have all that information from the last time you did that and you'll be able to tweak it in a way that is better suited to what felt good to you, what was actually gaining traction, what was getting the most response. Like you have so much information going into the next time you launch it. But I think where most people stop 
short of that is they're like, oh, okay, like I have that information and therefore like that was the result end of story, right? But it's like, no, like mm-hmm. that's like, that's just the first time you did it. Like that's just the first time you saw what works. Like if you keep doing this, you're getting that information again and again and again. And that's only going to help you moving forward rather than like if we weren't approaching it from the experimental mindset, if we were just saying, you know, like that was it. Like I did it once, end of story. Like that doesn't necessarily help your business. You can't like, it's difficult to grow from that point. But if you do it again and again and again, it's just so helpful because you're just making it better and better. Exactly. Like that's, that's the whole thing in business. You know, it's so easy, I think, to look at people who are further ahead and having, you know, big months, big launches and think that they're special or that like they're doing something completely different. And the truth is they've just done it so many times. They've launched the thing like six times and they've refined the process. They know exactly what works and it just keeps getting better and better. That's, that's how you're going to grow your business too, is by like, instead of you know, doing one thing and then immediately jumping to a different strategy when it doesn't work. It's like, okay, cool. Like that was my first time. What can I learn from this? What worked? What didn't? Let's, let's do it again um, and keep getting better. Totally. I think like that mindset alone, I think just makes it a whole lot more fun. Like I can't think of, I'm trying to think of another way to describe it, but I think that like just approaching it from that place of like I saw what worked, I'm going to tweak, I'm going to change, I'm going to do it again. Like, it's just a lot more fun to like go about it that way rather than from this perspective of like, oh, it didn't work or like that wasn't the right subject line or no one opened that thing. Like, it's a totally different mindset to be in. And I think that like overall, there's just so much more ease that comes from that. A hundred percent. And I think I wouldn't say it comes naturally to me, but I think just having a five-year-old at home, he's almost five, he'll be five in May, but like having a child at home who's constantly in that like state of wonder and like exploring the world and experimenting, like that's just a good constant reminder for me in my life and in my business to kind of take that on and to approach things from that perspective. Totally, because I mean, I think that it just like comes so much more naturally to kids. Like for whatever reason, they just have that like wonder about them most of the time where they're just like so curious and so interested and like, why does it work that way kind of approach. And I think that like, you know, sometimes we need like a little dash of that wonder back in our business, Mm -hmm. just not having that like attachment to like, it's got to look one certain way or it's got to have this outcome, like really just getting back to that curiosity, I think is like so helpful. Yeah. And I saw, I saw this quote the other day and I totally can't remember exactly what it said, but it was something along the lines of like, you know, we see children and when they're like, say, taking their first steps and they fall on their bum, but like, we're just applauding them and we're like cheering them on and every like step and misstep they take, like they get so much praise and encouragement. And if we could only like do that for ourselves too, instead of like being so negative and getting down on yourself when something goes wrong, what if you were like, cheering yourself on. Okay. This one step didn't work, but the next step will like my success is inevitable. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. So on that note, if people loved what they heard from you today, where can they find you? 
Yeah, so I have a free Facebook community called the Health Pro to CEO Community, and it's great, um, really supportive space. So if you're interested, I'd love to have you join. And I also have my own podcast. It's called the Health Pro to CEO Podcast. The episodes are super short, five to 10 minutes tops, very actionable. So uh, come and check it out. Beautiful. And then did you say you also had a Get More Clients video series? Yes, I do. Actually, thanks for reminding me. So we'll, I'll give you the link for that. We can pop it in the show notes. It's a three-day video series. Again, the videos are really short, like five minutes, less than five minutes each. And they're all about how to help you get more clients in your health professional business. Woo! Okay, so we'll be sure to link all of that great stuff up in the show notes so you guys can definitely go hang out with Orly over there. And Orly, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It was so much fun chatting with you. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, We'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Totally. I, I tell clients all the time, I'm like, I'd rather you have... I, blah, blah, blah.